Jesus in the everyday me and you. The good news and shoes. This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Are you winning or losing in the game of life? Do you even know where to find the rules of the game? There are things you do that make life work and things that cause it to come apart. I'm Ronald Dart. Tune in for Born to Win, Sunday morning at 7, Saturday morning at 6.30, right here on FM 89.9 WCNO. And visit us online at borntowin.net. A1 Auto Care of Hope Sound is a WCNO corporate underwriter. Dave and Esther Morgan have been serving Treasure Coast motorists since 1986 with the best in automotive care. A1 Auto Care is located across the railroad tracks at the next crossing south of Bridge Road in Hope Sound. A1 Auto Care is available at 546-6667 where honesty is their only policy. That's 772-546-6667. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. The devil doesn't care if you come to church every Sunday. Matter of fact, he wants you to come on Sunday and Wednesday and do nothing else. He's glad when you got perfect attendance because he knows if you go every Sunday and every Wednesday, you're going to feel like you already did your part in the kingdom and you won't do anything else in the world. We all should be praying every day, God, wake us up to the doors that are opening to me. Wake me up to the opportunities that you're giving to me. Whether I'm at the drive-thru or the gas station at Walmart or a restaurant, when I walk into a store, God, waken me to the opportunity that you set before me. Don't let me pay for my gas without talking about something that can impact somebody's life. How many know it's really about awakening the God possibilities on the inside of people so they can become everything that God's created them to become? Just wake up. Amen. Wake up. Somebody say, wake me up. Wake me up. Thank you, Jesus. I mean, most people just don't come to church because they just don't get it. They feel like they're left behind. They don't understand what we're talking about. They don't, they don't get it. They don't understand all the religious words we use and all the religious jargon. But can I just tell you this? Do you understand what it means to be able, if I was to say, do you understand what it means to be able to lay down at night and shut your eyes and have peace in your heart and just know that everything's good and you're not frustrated with anybody and you know everything in your life is just okay even though you've been facing some stuff. And listen, because ladies and gentlemen, that's really what people want. Right. Yes, huh? That's really what people are looking for. That's, they're looking for a way to be at peace with themselves. They're looking at a way to understand why are they here in this universe? Why are they here on the planet? What is the meaning of life? And when people begin to tap into that and understand it, they have peace. Yes. The thing that causes chaos is not knowing. I mean, you know, I can give them the, the 14 different scriptures and give them the kenosis theory and the hermeneutics and the homeleutics and how the power of Christ changed my life and the Romans road to salvation and how we get over the bridge of Jesus and step into eternity. Praise God! <laughs> or how I many you know, I can just give them Jesus? I mean, we can spin this thing up like a top and lay it out on them and all kinds of theology and philosophy and have them walk out of the head going, oh, what happened to me? Or we can just tell them that God loves them. 
And he has a plan for their life. It's that simple. Listen, he is opening doors for this house, for this ministry to change cities. We just stepped through one of the greatest opportunities that we've ever stepped through in the history of this ministry. And that's by acquiring that youth center down the road last week. But most of us, we just live in our Christian bubble, and, and what do we do? We speak Christianese, and we, we talk stuff that we only understand. And, you know, I, I said this last week. Imagine going into work going, praise God, glory to God, hallelujah. I felt the anointing at church yesterday. And people look at you going, huh? What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, we had a guest speaker in town. Hundreds of people showed up. They all got slain in the spirit. You kill people at your church? <laughs> People don't know what you're talking about. They ain't got a clue. I mean, you know, if you've been at church any amount of time, you understand what all that means, but the world don't have a clue. Talk to me, somebody. They don't understand that stuff. So what do we do? We have to go out into the world. Huh? And preach the gospel. We come up out of the world and get strained up, and then we go back into the world and preach the gospel. Jesus said this, I never intended to take you in isolation. He even prayed to the Father. He said, Father, I pray that you don't remove them. In other words, don't remove them from the culture, but that you keep them while they're in it. Isn't that an interesting thing for Jesus to pray? He told Peter, he said, Peter, you're about to be sifted like wheat. And I rebuke the devil so he don't bother you. How many know he didn't say that? He said, I have prayed for you that you can make it through the test. We we haven't done church right in a long time in this country. I grew up in some holiness stuff. And in the holiness movement, we came out of everything. Huh? The Pentecostal people come out of everything. We came out of things we didn't even know we needed to come out of. There were Sundays that I showed up and I just repented because I forgot to repent during the week. I repented for not repenting. Lord, I'm sorry, forgive me for not asking you to forgive me earlier this week. Come on, that's some messed up stuff, ain't it? Because I thought somewhere down the line I must have did something that was wrong in the middle of the week because in the Pentecostal church you were always doing something wrong. (laughs) Everything in our church was wrong. Matter of fact, we were taught if it was fun, it was sin. You can't have no fun. That's the devil. And you talk about money? (laughs) Money wasn't even an issue. I don't mean we had any. But money wasn't the issue because if you had money, then you had devils. And the more money you had, the more devils you had. Because the richer you were, the more unholy you were. Why, if you're that wealthy, then you must be the devil. That's mammon. That's the world. That's the devil. We also believe that if you were really going to be holy, then you had to be ugly. Couldn't wear no makeup. Couldn't wear nice clothes. Everybody had to be plain. Uh-huh. Come on, plain Jane. Couldn't dress nice. Couldn't do anything to draw attention to yourself. Oh. Can I just tell you, we had a whole lot of holy folks where I grew up. <laughs> that crowd was holy. For some folks, it was a sin if you didn't wear makeup. I mean, some people need to put some paint on the barn. Amen. And the older you get, the older you get, the more paint you need. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So all of a sudden we realize that we tried to equate with the world and say, no, we ain't going to have nothing to do with the world. We're going to come out from the world. 
And we said, don't get out there. Don't affect your world. Don't affect your city. Withdraw. Become hunkered down. Get inside the four walls of the church and be holy. And watch this. When we did it, we developed this thing called a victim mentality. Every church had a victim mentality in the 70s, I'm convinced. Everybody's against us. Everybody's out to get us. Nobody's for us. Nobody knows what we're like. Nobody doesn't understand that we're just trying to serve the Lord. We're just serving Jesus and we're trying to protect the true gospel. That's code for you're out of your mind when you hear people say the true gospel because the gospel is already true. You don't need to protect it. You need to preach it. We're just going to stay in the four walls and we're going to be so committed and we're going to be genuine and we're going to be pure. And all of a sudden we started believing all that stuff and we, we fall into the Elijah complex. You know, there's nobody left but me, God. Right. I'm the only one left, God. Everybody else doesn't turn their back on you. Just me, God. Thank God you got us. And all of a sudden, God goes, ding, 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 wake up. Mm-hmm. Would you wake up, blockhead? There's 7,000 people right around the corner that have not bowed their knee. In other words, they may not be in your group, but they're still serving me. Come on now. So listen to me. What are we going to do? How many of you realize that the majority of people in this city are not coming to our church and knocking on our door? We know that, right? I mean, we're not having to like direct traffic to get them in, are we? Talk to me, somebody. You say, well, we're praying, Pastor. We're praying in the harvest. I know we got to pray. We should be praying. But how many of you know we've been praying and we've been praying? And, and look, people ain't beating down the door to get in here. And, and, and people ain't trying to get in here to be a part of this thing. Why? Because the kingdom does not operate that way. The kingdom is not, we will hide and you find us. Right. We're hiding down at 3891 Edwards Road. Come find me. The kingdom of God is we're going to infiltrate every place we go. Yes. We're going to build relationships with people. We're going to give Jesus to our friends. We're going to get to know people. We're going to actually care about them and love them. And when we say we're going to pray for you, we really pray for you. We're not just saying it so somebody looks at you and goes, oh, they're holy. They're going to pray for me. Huh? Come on now. Listen, that's really why we do need people in politics. We pray for good political leaders and, and, you know, godly political leaders. And then we criticize anybody that wants to be in politics. Bunch of snakes and vipers. Why would you do that? Right. Huh? Talk to me, somebody. Somebody has to invade society with the kingdom. Come on. I said somebody's got to invade society with the kingdom. Guess who those people are supposed to be that do that? Raise your hand. It's you. You've been called. So he's moving me from isolation to influence. How many of you know that means we need to influence everywhere we go? You are salt and you are light. Hello. Salt and light, amen? Jesus said you are the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Let's look at that for a minute. This is something I discovered about salt this week. How many of you know that salt affects everything it touches? But it is not affected by anything that touches it. Isn't that interesting about salt? Nobody never walked up to you and said, hey, that's some beefy salt. Ooh, that's some beanie salt you got there. That salt tastes like beans. No, 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 no. What do they say? They say that's some salty beef. That's some salty beans. Huh? Right. Some salty peanuts. 
Why? Because salt affects everything it touches, but it's not affected by anything. Jesus said this about you as a believer. He said, you are the salt of the earth. Everything that touches you don't change you, but everything you touch, you change. You influence. And I don't mean you sit down and give them a dissertation on how God changes your life. I mean, you make a friend. Right. He said this. He said, you are the light of the world. Somebody say the light. Do you know what? You could cut the lights off in this room and, and because there ain't no windows in here, when we cut all the lights out, it would get really, really dark in here, wouldn't it? I mean, it gets pitch black in here. I mean, when you begin to cut the lights off, darkness doesn't look around and say this. Oh, I'm not leaving this place. I refuse to leave this room whether the lights are on or the lights are off. I've been here for many years and I will not leave. I mean, darkness can't do that because if you cut the lights on, darkness does what? It runs, it hides, it disappears. Light changes the dark, amen? So what do you got to do? You got to cut the light on, amen? And when you cut the light on, you know what happens? Where darkness just runs over there in the corner and hides in the corner. So I really believe God wants to raise up a church right here on the Treasure Coast that knows how to be salty and we know how to turn the light on everywhere we go. And when we walk in the presence of people that ain't got no salt and they ain't got no light in their life and we begin to develop a relationship with them, they ain't turned off by our being religious. They actually want to be our friend. Right. Come on, I'm helping anybody yes, today. Sir. Yes, sir. Amen. Mm-hmm. They'll get turned on by your saltiness. Yes. They'll say, man, you got some flavor. You got something I ain't Woo! never heard before. You got something I ain't never... There's something different about you. Yeah. You yeah. just make life seem better. Yeah. It tastes better. Yeah. It smells better. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just want to hang out with you. Right. What we've done is we've just become good at sitting in the church, salting each other. That's what we do. We salt each other. How you doing, sister? Thus saith the Lord God Almighty. You are holy. I know I'm holy. So are you. Salt each other. I'm not going to get too much salt on something that's little. Thank you for joining us today for The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 